Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepherd talk about what happens when God interrupts your life with your teenager. Let's hear what they have to say. Mark, today we're going to talk about when God interrupts your life with your teenager. You know what? Do you believe in God's timing? Oh, absolutely. Do you believe in His sovereignty? Absolutely. Okay, do you believe that everything comes to you has first passed through His hands? I know that's true. Sometimes it's hard to understand. I know, (laughs) and so when you talk about a teen interrupting your life, then there's always that issue. Sometimes we get mad, but sometimes there's a plan going on that we may not realize. You know, I meet a lot of families who have been interrupted in their parenting journey, um, you know, even adoptions that have been disrupted. And mm-hmm. I kind of go, you know, I, I don't think so. I think it's more that that God is needing to do something. Everything was going along fine, and then one morning they find out they don't even know their teen anymore. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps they find out about more destructive behavior that's been hidden from yeah, them Yeah, that happens often, time. doesn't it? It really does. And then all of a sudden it seems like we're falling apart, and I, and I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. God works through interruptions. He interrupts our life all the time for a purpose. And and perhaps there's a purpose behind the madness that we think that it is, that God has a bigger plan here that we need to embrace. Mark, I'm guessing you know all about these interruptions since you come alongside parents (laughs) and have done so for 30 years who have been interrupted by their teen. You know what this is like. You know, I I do. And and I think people look and say, how can you be so calm in the midst of the tragedy? And I go, because you know where it's going to end up. Hmm. You know what people are going to say. You know what kids are going to say by the time they get to the end of it. When you see enough people on the other side... It's not as shocking. And I, and I say that because it's, it's wanting to encourage parents and say, hold on, you're okay. You know what I tell people when they adopt kids? Just be prepared. You could be dealing with issues. When you decide to have kids, be prepared. Yeah. You could have some issues. When, I mean, if you get a dog, I can tell you <laughs> what's going to happen with that dog. I mean, it's, it's not that hard when you see it enough times, but you're prepared so that whatever comes your way, you go, okay. This is the time that that I've been practicing for all my life. This is what God is preparing me for. Predetermine how you're going to react. Absolutely. And so it's not a shock. So when your daughter comes home and she's been drinking for the first time or or she's experimented with something or your son has done something or he's ruined something or he's made a mistake or he's caught cheating or what, all all those things I go, be prepared. No kid is perfect. They're going to show their imperfections, so don't be afraid. Oh, that... surely not my child. Oh, I know. And that's what people think. I mean, it's almost like, and they project that to a child, so a child feels somewhat shamed, or they feel like they've been kicked out of the club if they do something wrong. So reacting to the interruption becomes important, that you don't react, that you re- learn to respond and go, okay, this is what Mark has talked about. This is what <laughs> Wayne's been talking about. This is the whole purpose of everything that we do is helping people realize that you're going to get to this spot. All right, help us react properly. Okay, you know, understand that the conflict can be a good thing. I've always said that that conflict is a precursor to change. You want things to change. You don't want your child to remain a 12-year-old when they're 18-year-old. You want things to change. And most things change for good when conflict is the precursor. Hmm. So look at it as an opportunity. You know, it, it, it disrupts the status quo of the family, But that conflict is an opportunity to fight for positive changes in your teen's life. 
So don't uh, don't welcome the conflict, except that it brings about change. That's right. Yeah. It brings okay. about change. All right. And and change your perspective about change. I mean, <laughs> sometimes say that again. <laughs> change your perspective about change. Okay. And most people hate change, but it's through change in our family that God gets our attention and makes us more like Him. I mean, it, it, Mom, Dad, it's never going to stop. Hmm. I mean, this this stage you're going through. There's another stage. It's when they're in college, and then there's another stage. When they get married, then there's another stage when they have kids. And then there's another stage, you know, then there's another stage. I mean, there's always something new. If you think that you're going to get out of all this conflict, welcome to life, Yeah, you know, and, and it, it's just different. And God is in control. He has his hand in all of this. And so don't feel like you're void of his presence. He will never leave you. So don't panic. Don't panic. Take a step back and take a breath. I mean, it's almost like, okay, this is what we've gone through. Sometimes, especially, you know, I was raised in the South. In the South, it's amazing how Southerners kind of, you know, they just hide their stuff, and they don't want anybody to know that something's gone wrong, <laughs> you know, and, and so we do well with that. And what we're doing is, is telling our child that we can only love you when things are right. We can't love you when things are wrong. So sit back and go, you know, it's okay to have a child spinning out of control. It's okay for a child to struggle through things. God is going to use that in his life and your life to bring about some good things. And it's important to consider how we react to our teen, how we treat them. Well, absolutely. You know, be gentle in your approach. I mean, it's it's almost like, did you really think that your family was always going to carry on this ideology that we're all perfect? I think we've been deceived to believe that early on. When our kids bring us coffee mugs that say world's greatest mom and world's greatest dad t-shirts and <laughs> and they just they kind of look at us and they run to us, we think they're going to continue to do that in their teenage years. The separation has begun. This is what parenting is about. It's preparing your child now for that next step of life. So be gentle. You're going to get to a good spot. You're going to win out. Okay. God's word prevails. So first of all, it's all about our reaction to the interruption. It is. It really is. And the second thing is finding your child's heart. I mean, somewhere in it, you know, become a student of your teen. You know, and I ask parents, do you know what's going on in the life of your teen? Do you really know what they think about at night? Most would say yes. Yeah, but I think that you may be surprised when you really sit down and start digging in with other questions and get away from academics and sports and all those things and really go, let's boil it down to some small things. What do you think about? And the other thing is communicate your love often. You know, here's my favorite way to do it. And if you've listened to this program, it's been ingrained <laughs> in your head. Let's say it together now. That's right. There's nothing you can do to make me love you more, and there's nothing you can do to make me love you less. Mm. It's a message that's got to be given to kids. And give it to your child when they're perfect, so they know that when they become imperfect and they begin to realize that, that they are loved just as much when they have it together as when they don't have it together. And all this takes time. We have to set aside time. That's right. You know, I, I think the tendency is to think that... that I'll spend less time with my child the older they get. I, I think we've got it wrong. I think it's kind of like allowances. You know, we get this idea we give our kids more allowance the older they get. I think we ought to give them less the older they get, so maybe they'll get a job. You know, But on this, it's almost like the time that we've spent, we need to spend more time. Now, we're not going to be coaching softball and soccer and doing all that stuff that we used to do. 
We're not needed for that. There's other people doing that. But we need time, personal time, that we can engage. Don't be afraid to establish boundaries to protect the relationships within your home as you spend time with your child, because you don't want a child spinning out of control so much that it disrupts now every relationship within the family. So the first thing is to react properly to the interruption. The second thing is look for your child's heart in this whole matter. That's right. And the third thing is looking for God in the situation. Hmm. You know, God's involved in the life of your child. And, And I mean, a battle is raging in the heart of your child, perhaps, and maybe he's wrestling with God or she's struggling with her own identity. God loves your teen and your family even more than you do. So trust him in this. Ask for God's wisdom to see your situation with his perspective. I mean, he knows we're going to get to the other side. We, he knows one day you'll be standing at your daughter's wedding or your son's wedding, and everything's going to be okay. Looking back on the mess. Huh? That's right. And you're going to be thankful that they went through the struggle because it's developed some character qualities in their life that God has, is preparing them with to meet the challenges that he knows that they will encounter later on in life. Dads, you love your teens and you're doing everything to show them, but sometimes it still doesn't feel like enough. You're busy and short on time sacrificing a lot as it is, but you still feel like you run out of time for what really matters. A Devotional for Dads is the perfect book to help remind dads of life's biggest priorities and help them show their wives and kids how much they really matter. A Devotional for Dads is full of short, poignant, thought-provoking devotionals that give a biblical perspective of who a dad is supposed to be. It's more than just advice. It's a reminder of just how important dad's role really is and how much he matters. Get your copy of A Devotional for Dads at ParentingTeenResources.org, either for yourself or as a gift for the dad in your life who loves and cherishes his kids. You know, once you've gone through some difficulty and struggle, And you get on the other side of it, you know, you almost kind of go, okay, God did know what he was doing, even in the, in the struggle that I'm going through. It, you know, it's kind of like having surgery. Nobody wants to have it, but you do, and you get to the other side and glad you did, Sure. but there's a part of it where it still scares the daylights out Mm -hmm. of you. And, and there's a part of it that, that I think that's how it is with, with kids sometimes. And so it's when you encounter those various trials that you begin to realize that God does have his hand in our life, and he is involved in what we're doing. I, you know, as a friend told me a long time ago, Mark, these are the years that you're practicing for all your life hmm. so that you're ready to go. I mean, it, it's almost like God has taught us a lot. Now let's take it and use it during those teen years as we switch from teaching kids to now training kids. And that looks a little bit different. It means that we've got to have boots on the ground and and uh, and we're out there engaged with them and for them. It's not just sitting back and having them applaud us. Yeah. Now it's our time to do the work. Maybe it's not so much of an interruption as it is just normal life. Oh, I think so. I think we live in a delusion to believe that our kids are going to be at, in their teen years like they were in their elementary school Smooth years. Smooth sailing. It, it never is. <laughs> you know, there's always something else. Jan and I have sure learned this. During the times of that smooth sailing, 
take advantage of it mm-hmm. because it's it's something's going to change. Build the relationship. That's there. right. Yeah. And so when it does change, then we are able to go through those rough waters, and then it's going to be smooth sailing again. Bring a couple of scripture verses to bear on this. You know, Proverbs sixteen nine says, "The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps." I love that verse. Oh, me too. It just it just kind of proves to all of us that He is involved with us. It's it's not something that we're just wandering out in the wilderness by ourselves. We have a we have a shepherd. We have a teacher. We have a someone who is walking before us. To, to show us the way that walks behind us, to not let us look at the past, that, that walks below us, to uh, undergird us during that time. I mean, he's, he's one that is involved in our life, and, and so that tells us. The other thing is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And it reminds me that he is preparing us for something in the future. So whatever we're going through, it's a time of preparation. Somewhere in the future, we're going to be thankful going, Lord, I, I, now I know. Now I get it. I see in a mirror dimly right now, but now I get it. I yeah, see what yeah. you're talking about. And if there's a chance that your life doesn't get turned upside down by your teenager, maybe it will be smooth sailing. You'll be in a great position to help some others. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but, but this too shall pass. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.